Love and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wieschak, with special guest, Burton Hughes. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Now you're a jack of all trades here. You're an author, motivational speaker, uh, coach, a little bit of everything. So yeah. came first. Um, honestly, I, I, it's a, that's a really good question. Um, I got into real estate when I was 21. One over so that's when that's when I that was like my first big boy job right I started working for a home builder one of my friends was working for a builder and he was like hey I think you should go hang out with us one night so I went and shot darts I was in school I was actually in school pre-med and I, I thought that's what I wanted to do but you know it, it, I, I just wasn't happy I was never really like I didn't love school right I was trying mm -hmm. to find my way and uh, so I went and shot darts when I started, you know, and, and had a good time. And then come to find out one of the guy's assistants over the weekend, like no show, did like a no call, no show. And I literally, for whatever reason, I hit it off with him pretty well. Like that previous Thursday, mm -hmm. I put on like a shirt and like tied the tie and like went to his office and I said, I'm coming to work for you. And he was like, you know, he's like, hey, <laughs> I don't know about that, but you seem kind of crazy. Like, I think, I think we could probably make this work. So the rest was history and I've always kind of been that way. I always just kind of take things into my own hands and, and I told him I was going to come work for him. And right. the rest you don't wait for opportunities. You create uh, opportunities. You, you have to, a lot of times you have to make it happen. And I think a lot of times people miss because you have a, you have a, you have a split, you know, a split second or a small narrow window that you either make the, you know, either shit or get off the pot. You know, I hate to say, you know, I hate, hate to yeah. say it like that, but I mean, it's true. So that was a perfect example of, I saw an opportunity, I went after it, and I knew exactly what I wanted, and I didn't hesitate. So. Right. I have a COO that is great on, hey, you have to stop and think this through. No, it's an opportunity. I see it. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. I do this every day. I'm like, oh, it's a new opportunity. It's not just about making the money. It's about being able to help someone. Yeah, and for sure taking what you do and you're helping someone then you're creating good in the universe yeah that's absolutely right your coo their job is to keep you from getting in trouble <laughs> so they typically are the ones that bail you out so obviously you're with your intuition you obviously you know i mean you, you know what's right for you so a lot of times mm -hmm. you make a wrong decision i mean and, and sometimes when you when you live kind of spontaneous like that or you go after it you can make a mistake but the nice thing about it is is it's not like we're playing for life and death. I mean, if you make right. a wrong decision, you can always typically get your way out of it or finagle or, you know, whatever you got to do. So Exactly. It's not life or death. If it's, right. you know, if I decide I'm going to go out and sign a hundred new authors today, I have a year to print those books and with a hundred new authors it doesn't mean, Oh, I have a hundred new books. I have to get printed today. Sure. You know? So it's what we do. We see an opportunity and we have to grasp it. Yeah. And you're teaching this a little bit within your books and your motivational speaking and stuff like this. You have to grasp opportunity. Yes, 100%. So you have align your empire and you have different things in there, six assets of alignment. And mm -hmm. we go through all this if you watch different shows mindset, faith, family, fitness finances and network that's everything that you need to be happy it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or you know whatever you're doing those are key things you need yeah I think the biggest thing for me is is that um 
I get a lot of people that just ask me all the time, like, how do you get so much done in a day? And I don't even really think about it. I just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always say I'm on, I'm never, I'm not, I'm not in like a reactionary. I'm, I'm not reacting. Like my, everything that I do is very, very intentional and very deliberate. Mm-hmm. So I have a very meth, you know, methodical way that I go about my day and I really don't deviate from it. Now, sometimes things happen if you've got to, you know, if, if work, if you got to put out a quick fire or something like that, obviously you can deviate. But for me, I'm just, I'm, I'm operating total as far as my day. I'm up early. I basically go to the gym. I listen to a podcast. I get up early so I can get after it. And then I'm at the gym. I usually listen to like a podcast or a book or something that's positive, right? Cause mm-hmm. you know, you jump on social media and everything that's pointing at you is negative. The next thing you know, you're, you know, you're, you're bound up. So a lot of the things that I try to do is I try to input good information in the mornings. And honestly, I think a lot of times people are scrolling social media because even before their feet hit the floor. Right. So for me, I'm, I'm up. I ju- you, they say you're not supposed to check your emails, but I try to get my work done first. I go to the gym, I get my, you know, I get after my, like my cardio. And then when you're doing your cardio, I'm listening to the podcast. Cause when you're in that, when you're in an alpha state, which is slightly above like beta, you are actually able to absorb more information. So when I'm doing that, I'm galvanizing my body and my mind. Then I come home and then I have breakfast with my kids. So I, I like to start my days like that. And I, I don't deviate from it. Like it's a non-negotiable. And I start my day and then and everyone's like, well, how do you done? It's, it's just, I just do it. I don't think about it. You know, I just, I operate it. I'm not, I'm not reactionary. Cause if you wake up late and like, you're just, you're behind. Mm-hmm. And for me, like during COVID, I think a lot of, I think, like that if there was ever really a safety net, I think last year during COVID, a lot of people were caught off guard because it really threw a wrench into everyone's like, you know, your, your habits and your, your mm-hmm. daily. So for me, I actually found it to where my schedule, I leaned into it because that was my control. I was in control and I never, I never lost faith. I knew I was going to be okay. Cause I just leaned into my schedule. They closed the gyms down. No problem. So like I was, I got a treadmill at the house. I still had breakfast with my kids. I was still going about my appointments. So it's just one of those things to where last year, the way I approach my day. And like I said, you highlighted those six areas. Those are areas that I need to touch on every day. And I think a lot of times people, you know, they try to find like balance in their life. Well, last year when everything got screwed up, like balance was way out of whack, but I felt like I got better and I was able to galvanize and, and get better and grow. And, and I, I pretty much doubled my business last year during COVID is because my mindset, I never had any doubt. I just, I was ready. I was prepared and I just went after it. So one morning I was sitting there and I was like, I need to put this on paper. I need to, I need to help people. I, you know, I'm teaching, you know, some of my customers, like my clients, whatever, like how to, you know, go through these six areas. And then for whatever reason, I was on the treadmill and like a lightning bolt hit me and said, you need to put this on paper. And that's what I did. And um, we've had a few test readers go through it and they loved it. And here we are. Now I'm talking to you about the book. It's getting ready to be published. And it, you know, it's just kind of funny how that works. So about when is this going to be in stores or available to be bought? So, um, so funny things happen with me. Like we were going to self publish this mm-hmm. and in another world, I, I got like, so my, my one, and I'm off on a tangent, but I'm in real estate. I'm in contracting. I'm also a model on hundreds and hundreds of romance novels. So I have like a split parallel life. Okay. So I leverage the relationships over here. Cause I've, you know, I go to book conventions and I go all this kind of stuff. Last year was kind of different with COVID because I wasn't going to book signings and all of that. Like typically, well, um, a publisher actually ended up taking a look at the book and they offered us a deal. So when obviously, you know, when that happens, 
things. So we were going to self-publish it. We were going to upload it and do all that stuff. And they're like, hey, now we need to put in like a marketing plan and go PR. So it ended up becoming this whole big thing. So we think realistically it's going to be with the next 30 to 45 days. Everything has been submitted, but it's actually going to be in all of the major, you know, like Barnes and Noble. It's going to be in all the, you know, so it's going to be a self-publishing thing. Ended up being way bigger and just really I understand. This is my first time too. So I'm still kind of learning as I go, but it's funny how, you know, I was like, I think I'm just going to self-publish this and it ended up becoming a much bigger thing. I started out with a self-publishing publishing house. Okay. So yeah. it's a small little niche mm-hmm. and now we're opening our own printers. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually get, getting ready to start printing for other publishers. Um, so, and you probably never in a million years thought that you would be in the, in the printing business, I'm sure, you know. When oh, started. That it wasn't anywhere in my market plan. It wasn't my business plan. It wasn't in my life plan. But, you know, it's working. Yeah. So I, we don't always plan ahead for our businesses. Our businesses actually say, hey, here's your opportunity. You're going to do it. That's exactly right. I'm like, a, oh, crap. Well, let's figure it out. So I called my couple of my business partners and I said, hey, like, what do you think? They said, you just run with it. And then one thing that I did as well is you hear people talking about like motivation and you go to like, and, and like I, do, I, I speak, you know, pretty frequently at these events and I speak to realtors and I speak to, you know, you know, high level business owners and they're, they may be stuck. So you think you're going there to speak on sales, but a lot of times it's just people are just kind of stuck in certain areas of their lives. Well, you find out that people like, they're like motivated. They'll go to like a you know conference over the weekend, but then they're back in their office on Monday and guess what? They're like, they're stuck again. You know, mm-hmm. they got all motivated over the weekend. So I felt like, you know, motivation is kind of temporary. So what we did is we developed an app to go with the book so that it's one of those things. So it's not like you just read the book and like, oh, that's nice. There's some good principles. No, it's something like you would keep coming back to. So we developed an app that actually will take you through. So if you're working on, you know, those certain six areas. So maybe it's like your fitness that you're struggling with. Well, maybe in this, you know, this specifically 30 days, you're really going to focus on your fitness. Now you're still going to touch on the other areas, but that may be your main focus. Right? In that with the app, it allows you to track and monitor and it tracks your, it basically just tracks like an accountability tool. So it's one of those things that was very important for me is that I didn't want just a book and then just like, you know, great. That was nice. But I wanted to be very interactive. So we created the small groups. We created the app to go along with it. So it's more of an accountability tool because I think a lot of times people, you know, they read the book, they get motivated and they're again, they're back in their office on Monday and they're kind of stuck. So I thought, you know, if we created this app, it would allow people to, to channel that, to keep coming back to it. And then once you find your tribe, you find people that are struggling too within the app, their small groups to where you can actually create that. And I think it's just their strength in community. So that was the whole idea behind the app was, you know, again, I just, I just didn't want it to be just a book. Like, oh, that was a good read. I wanted it to be something to keep coming back to. And I really wanted it to be more of kind of like a movement, not to be cliche, but that was the whole goal behind it. We gamified it. So we actually have some sponsors. So like, say you go to yoga for 30 days in a row, we've actually partnered with, you know, several different companies. So if, for instance, you go to yoga for days in a row, then like you may get a coupon from Lululemon for 20% off at one of their stores. So it was something like that, that we tried to make it interactive to make it, you know, gamified. And then like you get a badge, but again, just trying to reinforce some of those, you know, those behaviors. Right. Positive reinforcement. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You can't just read something. I have a great mentor. He's given me several books. I'm, 
I've bought several more of his other books. And it's not just reading it. You have to have positive reinforcement to go with the books. Yeah. And you have to apply it, you know? No, it's work. <laughs> really, it's work. Yeah. I think a lot of times people, they go to all these events and they read all these books, but like, are you applying it? You know, I hear that a lot. I was like, you know, you go to these different events and you're spending, I mean, some of these events are 30 or 40 grand, you know, for the weekend. And I'm like, what's one thing that you can apply? And what I find is these people are addicted to like changing their state or, or going, but they're not applying it to their daily lives. And that's one thing that I found, you know, that was, it's not that it's disheartening or whatever, because I mean, people like to go to the events, but I would hope that if you're going to invest all this time and money that you would apply those lessons and really try maybe just one thing, you know, obviously it's, you know, it's like an overload of information, but like one thing, can you apply one thing the next week? Because if you do, it will change. It'll change, you know, something in your business or maybe in your relationships, whatever it may be. You know, I just find that a lot of times people are just addicted to the, to the, you know, the feeling, but they're not applying the. Right. So. During COVID, I was sitting on a event panel as a, you know, listener, there's like 10 or 15 speakers and going through an all day event. I found one thing I can apply every day. Yeah. I mean, it's open information overload, like you said, but it was a free event. It was during COVID. What are you doing during COVID? You know, you're not doing anything. So we, me, took one thing that one of my friends said was live 10 minutes at a time. Whatever happens, happens in 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, if you're not expanding your business during COVID, you're failing. 100%. So those were the two takeaways I went, took from that event. So we got my company now doing printing. It's now doing a magazine that I never thought of. It's now, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's exploded since last year just because I changed two little things in my life. That's amazing because a lot of people got stuck. You know, a lot of people... Like I said, you were able to probably pick up a lot of market share. You were able to, you know, and maybe you, you know, for you, you had the, the strength of, you know, character, you know, because a lot of times people freeze, like they, they, they get stuck. Mm -hmm. And for you, you saw an opportunity and you went after it. So I, you know, congrats to you because you hear a lot of businesses went under and they didn't do well, but some got better. You know, they switched something, small little tweaks. I mean, you know, a lot of these restaurants, they got liquor licenses or, they like really tightened up and they got their, you know, their, their takeout thing that like exploded. I mean, you see all these companies, like what makes a difference between this? It was like you Grubhub. Know, you pivot on the fly. Like clearly you did that. That's amazing. Yeah. Grubhub 2019, never heard it. Grubhub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grubhub 2020, we all use it. percent. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, That's it's a just, example. yeah, just little tweaks. When you get that little tweak in your business, you're either going to flourish or flounder. It's yeah. going to depend on who's doing it. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, in our business, um, one of the, one of the, one of my facets of income is we have a contracting company here in Dallas, Texas, and we do like roofing and remodeling and things like that. Obviously we've a lot of storms that come through down here. And um, during COVID, a lot of people were home. So when we're, you know, working on someone's house, we may knock the neighbor's doors to be like, Hey, by the way, we're going to make a lot of noise. Mm -hmm. And it may be worth us, you know, taking a look at your roof because you may have storm damage too because of, we're working on neighbor's houses. And a lot of people were like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to enter. They're home. 
everyone's home. Like, what do you mean you don't want to go knock on the door? Like, you can do social distancing, knock on the door, step, you know, step off their front porch yep. and be like, hey, they, hey, by the way, I'm sorry if any trash blows in your yard, whatever, because we're, re- you know, we're working on your neighbor's house. I apologize. But, you know, since you are home, it, you know, take us 10 minutes, maybe jump on your roof. We can do a quick roof inspection for you. We got a ton of business that way just because we just took the initiative and we knew that everyone was home. But a lot of companies didn't see it that way. They just, you know, they, they, yeah. they were, oh, were no, sure. we can't do that. Yeah. It, you can't social <laughs> distance from, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. You I still- was like, everyone's home. Let's get it, you know, yeah. so. How many companies went under that were in roofing or in real estate or, you know, because it didn't see the initiative. Hey, everyone's home right now. 100%. That's how I looked at it. I looked at it like, let's get it. Everyone's home. What, what, what do we have to lose? Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I, I don't understand why people don't do the initiative, but it's an inner thinking thing and yeah. entrepreneurs get it. And people that are just there for money don't. That's true. And I think, I think a lot of the, I, I think a lot of the weaker companies, it makes me sound terrible. Um, being a business owner doesn't make you heartless, but I think it makes you heartless. I heard that not too mm-hmm. long ago, right? That makes sense. Yeah. But a lot of weaker companies got weeded out. And I think that that's, we were able to take a lot of their market share and, and it made us better. You know, and, and again, my goal is to take care of our employees to take care of our guys. I'm not, I'm not to worry about others. Um, you know, it's first and foremost, we got to take care of our own, but I will say that just like you, you gain market share. We did as well. And we're continuing to do better. Even this year, oh, you're seeing people like, Oh, you know, the mask mandates and all this kind of stuff. You can already see Pete, the fear coming over people. You see it. Mm-hmm. So all I know is, is I kind of look forward to it because I know that we'll be able to, we'll position ourselves and we'll get stronger. <laughs> well, here's me. Oh, okay. You need a new mask mandate. Okay. I'll make level three surgical mask and sell them to public. How's that? There it is. There it is. <laughs> and more people will be reading books. So yeah. there so, it is. <laughs> so here's what we're doing. We're putting masks in our books as we sell them. So yeah, you've got a free mask with our books. Yeah. Well, that, that's coming, but it's not there yet. But yeah. I won't steal your idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a lot of work because you have to go Okay, if you go into a new niche and you don't know anything about it, the research is tedious. Yeah. And it takes a year of research. By the time you get done with the research, COVID for 2021 was over. So we saw that. So, okay, so I just take this little idea that I just spent a year researching and put them on the shelf. Well, what's happening now? We have COVID take two. Let's <laughs> get to 2.0. So, yeah, yeah, now you're ready. Yeah, good. Yeah. So, it's on the shelf. It's not there, but you know, it, this is a mind of an entrepreneur. When you tweak one thing about yourself, then your brain lights up with all these other avenues and you see the opportunities. Yeah. And that's where you're called the visionary. Um, I read a book not too long ago called, um, it's called rocket fuel. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of business owners, like you're the visionary, but any visionary, you need like an integrator and you'll see it with partnerships quite a bit is, why partnerships fail. You hear about it a lot. A lot of, you know, partnerships fail because you'll have like two visionaries. So you got all these grandiose ideas, but like nothing gets done. So in the book, it talked about, you know, clearly defining roles. So like your visionary, obviously, and then having an integrator. So people like us, we typically need like integrators. So maybe that's your COO that says, I love this. Let's try to put this on paper. Right. Cause yeah. you know, I'm always like, I got this great idea. It's like, all right, well, let's, let's see if we can actually do it. That is exactly what she does. She makes me yeah. sit down, write it out, 
Yeah. Does this work? And then we take it over to our other business partner, mm -hmm. see what he says, because he's another visionary. Yeah. And then he'll tweak it a little bit. And we'll, the, between the three of us, we'll see what needs done for each part. part. Yeah. I'm more tech. He's yeah. more analytical. And she's more, stop. We can't do all of this at once. But then you got to sell them on why you can, because the typical, they're the, the, the integrator is typically the one that's not, I'm going to say like HR, but they're the ones that are always wanting to pump the brakes. So there's always that dichotomy of, we can make this happen. I don't know if we should, we don't have the money for it. We can make it happen. So there's always that. And then sometimes you fly by the seat of your pants and like, it works. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. This is what happened with the magazine. I had this fabulous talk because um damon john Fubu, yeah. had a thing on linkedin you know he was going to do uh blog interviews for bloggers i don't blog however i know how to write an article for a magazine so i took his idea created the magazine my coo said no you don't want to get into it issue one sold a hundred thousand issues right so now we're into issue five or six. Awesome. Is so, it, are, yeah. you, are you are you printing those or are those all online? Uh, they are printed. Good. You okay. have to buy them online because they're not in stores yet. Yeah, gotcha. You can get them at walmart.com, <coughs> but you can't, you know, get them in store because I haven't sat down with these stores to say. Right, to get them put in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's more, okay, let me get the printers up then I'm cutting my costs to get them in stores. Yep, no, that's good. So yeah, that, that's just a little story. It's, this is how things work. When you have a vision, sometimes you have to go around your innovator, <laughs> do it anyways, and then show them, see, it works. Yeah, you gotta get them on your side. So that's part of you sell, having to sell, have to sell twice. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta sell the magazine and you gotta sell it to your people. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah. That's how we do things as innovators, how we do things as entrepreneurs. You know, yeah. we do these little things and as an entrepreneurial magazine. So we do self-help, we do mentorship, we do, you know, everything that we talk about on our show, we do in the magazine. Amazing. But it's to help people. Yeah. I see opportunity to help people. That's my drive. Your opportunity is to take people and to go, here let's give us a light bulb <laughs> yeah that's true because you know the thing is is what i find is is it doesn't matter if they're like an entry-level business or if there's someone like i spoke at an event a few weeks ago in st louis and there were seven eight nine in you know income earners in this room so it was a very tough room imagine being like the stand-up comedian trying to do a stand-up sketch to like other comedians right like kind of mm -hmm. stressful oh yeah so I, that's exactly how i felt and i was really proud of myself for like coming up with that analogy because I'm sitting in front of this room and I'm like, you know, a lot of you in here, like, you know, I, I call myself like the chief reminding officer. I was like, I'm not going to say anything revolutionary today, but maybe something that I say today, you're going to hear it differently because you're in a different, you're in a different place. And I think a lot of times we just get stuck. You know, you've been doing something for a long time. So like, it's, you know, obviously you got like a fire, you know, you're not like completely giving up, but you're kind of going through the motions. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that I really I really went after, I was like, you know, you know, you may be at a point now where you're making more money than, you know, a lot of you, maybe your peers or, or whoever it may be, but like, are you stuck? Are you fulfilled? And I got more feedback from that because I was there to speak on sales. I guess I did, but 
I went at it a completely different way and I, I put it back on them. Are you fulfilled? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Because like, are you doing it just to earn money? Or are you doing it because it's a passion, right? I mean, there's always that, you know, right. something you may be passionate, you may not like necessarily like love roofing or, or love the printing business, whatever it may be, but it pays the bills. But like, are you just going through the motions? You know, and I, I really talked about that. And I said, everyone in this room, I was like, unfortunately, we have more tomorrows than we have yesterdays. And I think resonated with people because the amount of feedback that I got from that was pretty overwhelming. And I, and I, because again, I was speaking to people that were very successful. These weren't just people like, you know, trying to leave their nine to five job. These are very high level people, but I just went at it a different way. And I think it really resonated well with them because a lot of times we do get stuck. We get frustrated. You kind of just go through the motions. You're not trying to step out. You're not innovating. You're just kind of just getting by. And I think a lot of times with COVID last year, I think a lot of, I think a lot of people just coasted. I think it maybe gave them an excuse to take their foot off the gas, whatever it may be. When some companies pivoted like you, you gained market share. Why did some get better? Why did some coast? And, and I, mean, I had a lot of good positive feedback from that. So. Yeah, it, COVID gave us opportunities. Mm -hmm. We look at all the negative it gave us, but it also gave us a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm when you seize those opportunities and you recognize those opportunities regardless if it's spending time with family yeah. having time to work out now changing something in your mindset you know you have opportunities it's just how you look at them 100 percent. but we are almost out of time so where can our listeners and our viewers find you um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm pretty active on there. It's Burton underscore Hughes underscore official, Burton Hughes official. Um, and then uh, on my website, again, www.burtonhughesofficial.com. Um, again, the six areas, you know, we talk about the six, you know, align your empire. Again, going after trying to, you know, there's no balance in life. It's trying to get everything pointed in the right direction. And I think a lot of times that's where people get stuck is they're trying to balance. They're trying to pull from one area to feed another. If you're trying to grow your business, you're not going to be able to pull from business to feed another area. You're not going to be able to, it's, it's never going to balance. Mm -hmm. So again, if you find me, like I said, who's official, um, dot com, And again, Burton Hughes official on Instagram. I'm very active. I'm on Facebook too. There's several different ways. And then here soon, um, you'll be having the, there'll be a link coming available for the, the pre-sale on the book. And then also be looking for align your empire app. That'll be coming along with it. And they'll kind of, I can't like wait. I love my apps. So <laughs> <laughs> anything that gets me more accountability because I'm a very creative person is yeah. always possible. We try so, to make it fun. So it, it should be really good. I don't think this is going to be one where it's just kind of going through the motions. I think this will be one that people will really like and enjoy for sure. Awesome. And so nice having you on the show today. It was a wonderful talk. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And I really appreciate you allowing me to, you know, be on your platform to, you know, to speak about some things today. And for all of our listeners and our viewers, happy reading. <laughs>